take you back to the late 90s, 98, 99 kind of time. Jack, Jack the Lad, but he's, he's actually not Jack the Lad, he's, um, he's a good guy, you know, gets his head down, a hard worker. He has a vision, he has a vision very much so that he wants to have a family quite early. He's finishing his, his degree where he... He studied architecture. He wants to, he wants to build like homes. You know what that Channel Four show, Grand Designs. He wants to be able to go out in the middle of the woods and convert something and create like you know some sort of space box from like a church or you know he he really wants to push the boundaries when it comes to homes, and that's his vision. So he's you know he's finishing the end of that degree. He's twenty one years old. Said in the nineties, we're about to enter the the two thousands, the millennium. Is here, and he's 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 been going with his high school sweetheart Melissa. She's she's absolutely gorgeous. She um she's got a mix of genes. Basically, her dad was Colombian and her mum's English. Uh, Hector, Hector was uh was the dad's name. And yeah, she she inherited uh, the genetic gene pool. So you know she studies like financial management or whatever. But ultimately. You know, she could be any in any beauty pageant she wanted. She's stunning. Absolutely stunning. And Jack's really landed on his feet, you know. If he, if he's talking about going out and getting the... Starting the young family and, you know, setting the careers up, it's all there for him. So, you know, Jack and Melissa have been going for years and it's... It's the end of uni. Jack gets his degree in architecture. Melissa secures her degree in, in financial management. And they decide, you know what? Now's the time. Let's... Let's set a case here for for, for for spending the rest of our lives together. So they, they get married, you know, they they do the right thing, you know, they've only ever been with each other. Some some may say that's a mistake, others say that, you know, it's it, it was love at first sight. And the, 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 this story is based in, in Derby. I don't really know much about Derby, to be honest, but I just know that it exists and it's in the Midlands. And they have a slightly average football team managed by Wayne Rooney currently. But in terms of the 90s, I couldn't tell you jack shit about it. No pun in Jack's name. But look, Jack's a good guy. So years, you know, the the, the years begin to, begin to fly by. But we get you like early, you know, the early noughties. Who remembers that time? Early noughties and... Jack Jack has actually built a he's built a custom a custom build. You know, if Grand Designs looked at that property right now, they would they would value it at least at two or three mil, but at that point it was like a five hundred thousand pounds job. Real nice. He's, he he creates a a sort of woodshed, a wood hut. Well he calls it the wood cottage, the wooden cottage. And of course it's got like a steel infrastructure and you know, blah blah blah. I don't know the technicals of it, but ultimately it's in the woods and it's away. It's very serene. You know, you've got lakes around you. You got your nature. You got a lovely nature trail. Very safe as well. You know, Jack got a couple of Alsatians in as well, just because. Um, you know, Melissa had a couple of stalkers, being in the industry that she was in. You know, she attracted some some fan mail, some unwanted fan mail from uh, a few creeps uh, along the way due to her. Her uh, outstanding looks and, and, and general popularity. I mean, obviously the internet was about then, but it was more so at like forums and things like that, as, as far as I believe. 
So yeah, she was discussed heavily in that. But anyway, she just says, "Look, we're in the middle of the woods, Jack. I'd like some. I'd like some pr- protection. You know that they're, they're they're reaching their you know their mid twenties. But you know, Melissa, Melissa gets unexpectedly pregnant, and uh, Jack has finished the home, and he's he's about to start some other ventures. But he's getting his name out there in the architect world. And the reason he was able to create his own house is through his dad. Is his father um, was involved in mining and gold mines. Gold mines, that is what his dad was in. But uh, his dad had passed on, so Jack had in- inherited lots, lots of money. Lots of money. So it was about £500,000 to make the house. But anyway, so say like 2002 and, you know, millenniums passed, you know, 9-11's happened. We're, we're, in, we're in a new world. And in a lot of ways, Jack and Melissa feel a lot safe just being out of out of the, the the world's view almost like in a, in a suburban typical suburbia suburbia area suburbia and <clears throat> jack is taking the bins out one night and melissa's like eight months pregnant you know it's, the time is flown she doesn't really want to be doing tasks like that of course it's uh, an unthankful task especially if she's going to bend bend over and you know she 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 gets some sort of injury with the baby especially so jack's out taking the bins out in, in the middle of these woods, there's a couple other houses as well, you know, but they're, but they're but they're at least a twenty minute drive. It's said that there's some footballers that live there. And it's like you know, but it's it's, it's kind of it's the woods. Anyone can access it, but generally, you know, anyone doing fox hunting, that's that's most likely that the, you, you get you get those types of people passing through. And so Jack's putting the bins out. Those like kind of you know steel bins, and. It's a bit dark, so he takes his torch with him. The bins are just to the side of the house, and f- fuck knows who collects the bins because the bin men are not coming. But I kind of get into the logistics of all that. Don't have the time for it. Anyway, Jack's putting at the bins. He hears some rustling. His Alsatian starts barking, and he's like, he's like, Jordy, Jordy, calm down, Jordy. Woof, woof, Jordy, Jordy, hold on, hold on. Melissa's like, gonna keep that racket, then I'm trying to get asleep here. Jack's like, all right, you're right, hold on, I'm just try- I'm trying to put the bins out. <clears throat> and pulls up, th- p- pulls up the handle, pulls up the, b- the bin lid, p- puts the bag in there, thinks nothing in the rustling, just thinks that must be the wind. Dogs going crazy, dogs barking, dogs that kind of chained to the side of the house, just as protection merely, but it's also part of the family. But generally it's a sign to say, you know, don't screw with us, I'll, I'll bite you, I'll eat you. Dogs going mental, dogs still barking, barking away. Melissa's like, you need to shut that dog up. Like, there's obviously someone out there going to address it. And Jack's like, well, you know, I built the house, but, you know, I, I'm not too good with my fist, but I'll take Jack, I'll take uh, Jordy with me. So Jack and Jordy, you know, they, they go a bit further along, they take a torch. And uh, Jack takes a pen knife just in case it gets a bit, gets a bit edgy, gets a bit dodgy. And he, he looks down and sees almost like a little nail and he can see a paw and he's like what and the dog's going wild at this point saliva just like pff, dashing left to right eyes are crimson you know just it's almost like it's saw pure evil just going mental and there's some there's some old wood piled up there but this this paw sticking at yet. And he's, oh my god, what the hell is that? Is it some sort of creature? And uh, 
he, he, he ties Geordie round round a round a, a log. Obviously, in the middle of the woods, and dogs continually barking, and he, he's got some dog food out there, little little treats, and he goes, "Geordie, shut the hell up, eat this." He's not really trained the dog that well. Anyway, gets to gets to this pile of woods, uh, the, the wood that's all stacked up, all this timber that's stacked up, and. You know, Jack's been building a house, so he knows he knows his way about the woods. So he manages to he manages to get get it. You know, he's trying to free. He, th- he thinks that some homeless guy's got like, you know, overgrown toenails into shock. He pulls the lifts the the wood up. It's a bloody it's a wee it's a wee cub, a baby cub. You know, a wee a wee bear cub. And it's must be must be a few months old. You know, and it's in its infancy. It's it's, 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 it's a wee it's a wee bairn, you know beautiful wee thing and it, and it and it smiles almost at Jack and he can see that the woods caused the bear some damage you know the the, the wood that landed on him somehow this, this bear's got into some sort of altercation with the wood and our nails went in his leg so Jack's like right Gonna have to, he goes back to the house, gets some, get, you know, gets a wee, a wee kit, medical kit, and she's like, "What is it?" And Jack goes, "Just a wee homeless guy, just jogging, and he's fallen. Don't worry, just gonna sort him out." She's like, "Don't be, don't be too long." Goes back, <coughs> dogs still calm, dogs, do, dogs in awe. What he's seeing, you know, he's George, wee George. He's like, "I've never seen him like this." Jack mends to to to, to the wound, really gets in there and uh, applies a bit of you know THC and whatever, cleans the wound out, and then. You know, manages to to, to, to to lift the nail at the 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 leg of the of the bear. Bear's all right. Seems fine. Just kind of gets up and just is kind of looking at Jack. And Jack's like, Are "You all right, wee man?" Doesn't even know if it's it's, it's a boy or a girl. It's just an expression. Funny thing is, the the, the bear just kind of comes towards Jack. So we, you know, it's it's barely up to Jack's knees. Jack's about six foot, and it and it just kind of. Hugs his leg almost like a sloth hugs a tree, and you know Jack just instinctively, maybe because he's got a kid coming, picks the bear up, puts it in his shoulder. Looks at the bear smiling again at him. He's like, "Oh my God, is that a humans in there? Is that a little midgets in there? Dwarf, sorry." Jack, well, he's looking at the dog, and you know Jordy's smiling, big Alsatian, and. He was like, "What's all? What is all this? Oh, you know, I mean, this is chaos. It's like a bloody circus out here." He's like, "Right, the only thing for it is I'll get back to the house. I'll phone, you know, some sort of RSPCA. They'll come and get the bear." Goes back. He's like, "Melissa, I need you. To, I need you to be aware of what's about to happen. I've got a bear. I've got a wee cub. It's lost it in the woods." He's like, "Oh, oh my God, bring it in, bring it in." I don't know. She's so comfortable with it. And he's like, "Look." You know, this thing might have some sort of disease, so be careful. You know, we've got the kid on the way. He's like, oh, don't be so stupid, Jack. It's just a wee bear, wee cub. So she goes, look, we need to, we need to properly sort that wound out. She goes, I've got some bandages. And he goes, look, we're going to have to call someone. She's like, look, don't worry. Let's just, you know, let's let's treat, let's let, let's let the bear stay here for a night and then we'll sort it out. It's too late right now. It's like 11 o'clock at night. No one's going to get here for, for till morning anyway. So he puts in a call, the local veterinary, and calls the RSPCA and whatever, but, you know, he, he can only leave a message. And, the, you know, he, he takes the bear and, you know, bear's having a wee shower and wee bath or whatever. 
you know, just just getting it all cleaned up, puts the bandage. Goes, Melissa goes, I need to go to bed right now, so you need to sort out this wee guy. And she, he's like, what, what am I supposed to do? He's like, look, treat it like a kid, treat it like a human. Give him some food, some steak in there. I don't know what beers eat, but, you know, there's some berries in there as well. Just wait to waitrose. Well, waitrose didn't exist then, but I just went to fucking um, some other place. Safeway. She's like, look, some good stuff in there. Anyway, goes in, feeds bears, you know, bear starts clapping its hands. This is, this is crazy, man. I don't think bears were this, you know, all this, you know, human interaction, so human prone. And it comes to that point where he's like, look, I've bought some nappies for the kid. And he puts a nappy on the, on the, on the bear on the cub. And they, they both fall asleep on the sofa. And then they wake up and, you know, Jack's just up, you know, trying to open his eyes, he's rubbing his eyes, and, you know, he can't, he can't, he can't, he can't, he can't see much, and he opens his eyes, he's like, oh my god, the front door's opened, RSPC must have came, and he looks at the window, and Melissa's there with the bear, and the dog, and he's like, what's going on, he's like, in your condition, you can't, this can't be safe, you can't about with a bear, she's like, look, I've just got to tell you something, Jack, he's like, what, <sighs> Tell me what? He goes, you know that movie Doctor Doolittle? He goes, aye, the original? He goes, no, the one with Doctor fucking Eddie Murphy. Aye. What about it? Well, unless I've got some sort of craving or my senses are have been floored due to this pregnancy or sort of hormonal change, this bear talked to me last night. And he goes, I did it. And then the bear just turns around and goes, hi, daddy. And Jack goes, oh my God, what, that bo- that bear just spoke to me. She goes, aye, he, he can talk. So they get him in the house, obviously they don't want anyone to see, and, and then they get, they get the bear's backstory. And he's like, oh, so how, uh, what, what is this? Like, how can you talk? And the bear's like, look, I had family in Russia. We were part of a Russian bear show. We were getting transported uh, up to, to Edinburgh uh, for the Fringe Festival, but... There was a crash, and he goes, I just remember, I remember there was a truck crash. He goes, aye, but the, the contents of what was in that truck was never released. But it was me and my family. But the the, the, the company, the, the, the circus company, they didn't want to pay out because they paid the Russians, the, the, the Russian circus company, they paid them 80 grand to hire us out because they were going to make that money back over the fringe. Like, it, it's 20 quid a pot to go to the circus. You know, and the, the the tent, the you know the fringe festival can hold about what five six hundred people. Show in the afternoon, show in the evening, four shows at the weekend. You know, we'd have been working well. And he goes right, right, okay, but how can you talk? And he goes, look, we've always been able to talk. We were taught by the Russians. People are just think I'm going to just blame the Russians in this story, but it's not even that. It's just that the Russians used anabolic steroids uh, to pump the bears up to perform shows, to be able to stand on their legs, it's cruel, but then invertedly they pumped them with other drugs, and the bears were able to, you know, when they watch like, TV or whatever, they were able to pick up what was being said on TV, and they were able to relay it, anyway, that's the backstory of that, so, so he goes, so what happened, he goes, look, my family are all gone, Um, you know, we were all going to actually, when we get to Edinburgh, we were all going to go to Uzbekistan afterwards, we were going to, 
you know, break out. We, we, we had no intention of going back to Russia. We had plans, but my family's all gone. And um, I ended up, you know, where the crash took place. I, I, I fell down the side of the road after I fell at the truck. Couldn't find any other family. And, you know, I was trying to survive for days. Just, you know, nothing happened. And then I'd, I'd, I'd taken shelter. Obviously, some, some kids had made some sort of den, but, you know, the wind had blown over and obviously the kids hadn't checked for nails and when the wind blew over when I was sleeping in there, I was trying to keep it low-key. The nail fell on my knee. And he goes, now I'm here. He goes, how old are you? He goes, I'm six months. This is crazy, man. I kind of get my head around this. And Melissa says, look, I've just watched, you know, the, the, the news right now and Russians are coming. Jack said, what do you mean Russians are coming? Russians are coming for these bears. And we've got to protect them. Right, right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jack, look, come and check the internet. And, he, and, and, and she shows him and it's a story about, you know, like, like truck vans are being like hijacked on the motorways, British motorways. Obviously, you know, these Russians are looking for these bears. And the, 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 and the Russians have put a bounty out on truck drivers and the promoters of the circus show in Edinburgh because they have lost lost 80 grand worth of bears. And she goes, look, it's no morally right. You send them back anyway. And he's got no home now. He'll stay with us. He's like, all right, well, what, what do we have to do? The bear says, well, you got to give me a name first. And, he, and, he, and he's tugging at Jack's, um, Jack's sleeve. He's like, stop tugging, stop tugging, let me think. And, and then Melissa's laughing. He goes, he's just playing. He goes, right, I'm going to call you Tuggy. Tuggy, that's a beautiful name. He goes, listen, I won't be any bother. You know, I'm, I'm happy to just, you know, kick about. I'll help it in the house. When the baby's coming, you know, I'll keep it company. He goes, listen, when this baby comes, you know, this is high risk, you know, to have you in the house. Have you been trained? He goes, look, I know. Like, you know, when I, I lived in... I lived in Russia, you know, I stayed in a family of 14 and, oh, you know, the kids loved me. I know how to prepare the milk, um, you know, I, I, I can, I can, you know, I can, I can do the feeds during the night. He goes, oh, 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 hold on a minute. He goes, no, I'm not talking about breastfeeding, but I can do the bottles. So Jack's like, look, we can always do the welcome addition, welcome to the family. Years pass, you know. Jack and Melissa have a kid called Simon, still living in the Derbyshire woods, and, and no one's caught sight of of Tuggy. And everything, everything's gone swimmingly well, you know. And, you know, Jack is really bonded with Tuggy. You know, they watch the football together, and, you know, the Tuggy, Tuggy started, you know, he's, he has the odd drink, you know, he's, it's, it's, it's about 20, you know, 20 years on. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's a big bear at that point, you know. So Jack's built him, built him his own house in the woods, and he's padlocked it, and he's, he's made sure no one can see in. He's blacked it out, but you know this, he's, he's, he's created a, he's created an area that extends underground actually. So if the bear wants to go on a walk or go for a bathroom, it can go there. And obviously, you know, there's also a, a tunnel that channels into Jack's house, so if the bear wants to come in there, it's fine. So, Simon, he's he's 21 years old, and, you know, 
he can't have any friends because obviously any friend, no friends can come to the house because obviously it puts Tuggy at risk. Tuggy the bear. But you know what? Homeschooling, the internet's flourishing. You know, it's 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 you know it's twenty twenty two. We've just come out of the pandemic. You know, living in the Derbyshire Woods was an absolute blessing. Of course, um, they, they they're able to grow their own produce there. There's no shortage of. You know, they've got a little farm there as well. You know, they've got chickens and hens and, you know, cows or whatever as well. Uh, it just all worked out like that. And anyway, I'm going to fast forward the story a little bit. Melissa says to, to Jack, she's like, look, look, Jack, you know, we've been living in these woods for a while. And I'm all for that, you know. It's been a lonely life, but I think with Tuggy coming in, it's... It's created a sense of, of well-being that I could never have expected. But I'll tell you what, I want to get back into modelling. And he's like, look, you know, you know, no offence, but you're 41 now. And she's like, look, we've eaten fresh produce, I drank a lot of water, um, Tuggy's been preparing me smoothies every day, blah, 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 blah. You know, I do yoga uh, in the woods uh, with Tuggy and Simon, so, you know, I, I, I'm in great shape. He goes, undoubtedly so, and obviously those Hispanic genes have saw you well. I mean, you look about 28. And she's like, yeah, I mean, Instagram is, is, is wild, you know. Um, and there's also a thing called OnlyFans, but it, I'm not going to do that, you know. I, I'll assure you I'm not going to do that. And he goes, yeah, I've heard about that. Please don't do that. Anyway, but he's like, you know, listen, I, I think it's about time we have another kid and I think it's time Tuggy moved on. And she's like, what? He's part of this family. God, you know, God help me if he moves on, you know, this family will crumble. And Tuggy, Tuggy hears it. He he he's been underground because he's he's been travelling for, for his shelter bunker into their house. But before he got there, he heard all this conversation. He's a bit tearful, so he goes back to his house. And uh, the next day, you know, Jack's Jack Jack Jack's drinking. He's drinking a lot of whiskey, and you know, Tuggy sees him. He goes, "How you doing, man?" And he goes, "Aye, man." It's, uh, he goes, Melissa doesn't want another baby, and you know, uh, you know, I can't live like this anymore. She wants to continue her modelling career, and he goes, look, I've got a build in in France, and now we're we're allowed to travel again. It's in Nice. I'm going to go there, and you know, it's going to take me six months to create this build, but I'm going to come away with two million pounds, high end stuff. So, Tuggy, I need you to be the man of the house. You know, Simon's going to go off to virtual college soon. Melissa's going to be doing her Instagram modelling from home. All I need you to do is protect the house, you know. The Alsatian was long gone. Jordy died as well. Well, he, he died under uh, precarious uh, circumstances. We never actually got to find out what happened. But he was never to be seen again one day. And all there was was a, was a trail of blood. Uh, and, and, and later, a park ranger had found dog bones. Bit grim, I know, but that's that's the way it all, it all panned out for Jordy. Tuggy said, "Look, mate, I've got your back. All good. You go and do what you got to do." Six months ongoing projects, you know. Melissa's building up her followers. Simon's cracking on at college. You know, it's all it's all happening. You know, t- 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 Tuggy's Tuggy's building. He's, t- Tuggy's decided to build another house. You know. Um, with 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 potential to to sell it on for the family, you know, he wants to say thank you to the family for for taking him on. You know, si- you know, Simon's happy, but he's he built a real bond with Tuggy. 
But Jack's had the the carpet pulled from under his feet. He comes back after six months. And Tuggy's big bear, you know, big nine, ten foot bear sat in the sofa in the house and Melissa, you know, this stunning forty one year old, you know, mixed race Hispanic model who's flourishing on Instagram is has got her hand on Tuggy's knee. And there's Simon. Simon's painting painting a picture. He's he's went to do art art and literature at, at college and he's painting a picture of Tuggy and Melissa. And he, Jack looks a bit in the walls and there's a couple other photos of Tuggy, sorry, Tuggy and Melissa. And he goes, how you, how you guys doing? You must, you know, six months, I'm so, you know, he goes up and, you know, he hugs Simon, but it's a very cold hug and, you know, he does a kind of side hug to Melissa who barely gets up. Tuggy just stands up and he goes, Jack, good to see you, I've got some news for you. And he goes, aye, sounds pressing. He goes, I see you've went ahead and built that house. He goes, you don't have to worry about that. Jack, things have taken a turn here. Jack goes, what What, what could possibly have taken a turn? I've, I've made £1.8 million. Pounds. Me and my flat family are going to move from, from these woods and unfortunately you're going to have to move on. Melissa kind of looks at Jack like he's a fool. Tuggy goes, well, that's the thing. Things have moved on. And I know you asked me to be the man of the house, but I am literally that, and that's all I know. And also, I'm, I've been intimate with your wife. And your son, he's been getting bullied at school. Jack's like, my son doesn't go to school. Well, we decided it was time to send him to school. What, you were in public? He goes, yeah, after the success of Paddington Bear, bears are no longer considered a threat. And I trimmed my nails, I've had all my vaccinations, I'm not a threat to anyone. Uh, I've sheared my hair, you know, there's a couple of new families that have moved in in the past six months, I've built properties for them. And they're happy to see me remain in this community, but for you, Jack, time's up, son. Jack's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait a minute here. Melissa's like, Jack, it's over. She's like, I've drawn up divorce papers. You'll get to see Simon once a week. Jack's puts down his bags. He, he goes right up to Tuggy. He goes, who do you think you are? Tuggy picks him up by his shirt with his claw, lifts him up. He's like, a lead a pencil. He goes, mate, I will crush you in two seconds. Now get out of this house, take your stuff. He goes, you're a bear, man, you're just a bear. He goes, I'm just a bear. He goes, see that attitude, that's the type of attitude that has caused division between animals and humans over the years. When Michael Jackson had that monkey, Bubbles, that was a friend, that was a that was a brother to him, that was a, maybe even a son. He goes, but your son, Simon, he sees me like that now. He goes, what are you going to do, Jack? You'll be meeting Simon in public places. There's a McDonald's that got built here whilst you were away. You'll meet him there. You'll treat him to a happy meal or whatever the hell he wants. And that'll be the end of it. Melissa says, just get your stuff. It's all packed for you. Just get out. And Jack goes, Tuggy, you ain't here at the end of this. 
Simon? Just go, Jack. I'm your dad. Because not Tuggy is. Tuggy is.